0: Fuck. Uh, all right. Let's, we're rolling. Rolling. Planet B.
1: Presents. 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 Cult and Culture Podcast.
0: Welcome to episode 24 of the Colton Culture Podcast. This is Justin Pearson. And I'm Luke Hinshaw. And today's episode has adult. Um, we were uh, lucky to have Adam and Nicola in San Diego for their show recently and um, had them on the podcast Um, It was awesome to hang out with them, awesome in so many ways. Um, So we had done a track with them quite a while ago that came out on Dias and it's called Release Me. And so since then we kind of talked about working on other stuff together and we we sort of redid that track and we did another one and...
1: yeah, um, we put live drums.
0: Yeah, um, the Planet Planet B drums um, on it, Um, Kevin Avery and Scott Osment and it's pretty rad um anyhow it was it was nice to get FaceTime with them and be in the studio with them to really yeah. work on things because
1: everything up until that point was um was done remotely yeah it's funny like w- working on two tracks with two artists and we've never even really met <laughs> yeah so it was good to meet them
0: yeah it was cool and um the podcast proved everything that i kind of already thought i mean i think that they're you know like when you think of about a about a band or an artist and their and what their inspiration is it's not always um really about the music mm-hmm. it's about life and i think that they delivered you know not delivered but like you know in that sense like they they like they explained you know their Influences, musical influences and their life influences. And I just, I felt like we just connected in every every way possible, yep. um, oh, yeah. such great people. And so um, just so kind and smart and, and creative. And then also too, I mean, later that night, like seeing them perform, I, it was, I mean, I already love the band, but like, man, it was really, really impressive. Just kind of having all the insight from the podcast already in my brain you know and then to see them play live it just made more sense and and um, made me just appreciate them that more but it was cool it was really really fun to work with them um, and and just fun to hang out with them Um, so that's another thing too that like with our podcast we always do it in person Um, I think it's weird when when people do podcasts with without connecting I don't know like it just seems it seems different I want to be in the room with them and get the vibe and
1: yeah Oh, you mean like on the, like the little zoom podcast? Yeah. Or any kind of, yeah. I mean, I've done podcasts, you know, with other
0: people for their podcasts Mm -hmm. where it was just through zoom or phone or whatever. And that's fine. Um, but for me, I, I, you know, I just, I want to be able to be in the same room. It just says, I don't know. There's says something else. Absolutely. But um yeah, it was cool to catch up with them, and they did this massive tour, um and beat COVID and beat I don't know whatever else uh, the obstacles were, and they they were they did this hugely successful long ass tour that part of me envies because we haven't been able to tour, <laughs> like, but also part of me is like man fuck that, and, yeah. and it was like months multiple like some crazy amount of they're like yeah fifty days in a row or something I was just like yeah. Ugh. um. I remember those days, pretty brutal, but I'm down for it. Um, So, adult, if you guys want to take us back out (laughs) on tour, (laughs) let us know. Another 50 dates. Um, So, yeah, I guess um, stay tuned for our upcoming uh, release with them, the Planet B adult sort of collaborative thing that we did together. And then also um, we hope you enjoy this podcast. And, um, yeah, here we go. Um where did you get the leather vest at? Did you just did you did you already have them? You have like matching leather vests. I'm impressed. Well, she's been
2: copying my style for the <laughs> last few years. <laughs>
3: we actually like I went we went to this food place cuz that's what it was. I couldn't, even, to couldn't even tell you what the name was. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday in Phoenix and I was walking in and this person who works there was like, "I really like your style." Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like, "Thanks. I ripped it off of Adam." <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't yeah, when you guys came out today, you like, I know.
0: <laughs> but it's cool. It's I have a problem with my partner and I when we were both like, I'm like, dude, you can't wear a fucking army green shirt and black pants if I'm doing that. Like, it doesn't work, you know?
2: It's like, like
3: when you show up in the morning to breakfast and you both have the same black leg shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't yeah,
2: wear that. I know. We were in Target yesterday, a two-story one here in San Diego. I've oh, never yeah, been yeah. to a two-story Target. Oh. And, um... Uh... Did you, I came did you just up, give a shout out to Target? I'm <laughs> getting paid by Target. Um, no, and then I, I walked, Nicola was already checking out, and I went up and I was like, I'm with her. And the cashier went, Yeah, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely. That's would stand 25 out. years of working and re- relation, you know, married and working for 25 years. That's you become wild. one. <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: Yeah.
2: You made it work, though.
0: That's really rad. Yeah. It is pretty rad. Yeah. You guys have something so special and, and <laughs> I want to say strange, but that sounds bad, but it's strange. Like oh, yeah. it's, you, it's uh, rare or you need, yeah. oh, You hope it's strange. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. If it we were normal, that would You guys have be something fun. so no. beautiful yeah. and natural. Yeah. yeah. I always oh. say weird and people are like, what? And I'm like, no, it's fucking weird. And that means like, it's cool. Yeah. You know, yeah exactly. <laughs> um Wow. Can we let's talk about a couple of superficial things, uh, or not not important like mar- marital things? I wanted to ask you about why you have two microphones, and w- I'm so jealous that you that you did that, and I didn't do it before you. Because I'm like, fuck, <laughs> looks so sick with two mics. I was like, damn. I mean, I like you know. I mean, and then like I, I play with Mike Patton, and he always has a damn CBE, and I'm like, uh-huh. I want another thing, you know. But I don't know what. We'll
3: see. You know, as we were talking earlier, you travel with a sound person. Mm-hmm we don't travel with sound person. So I'm like kind of, I don't have somebody that's going to help, help me out with my vocals. Like if I need suddenly like some crazy delay or echo, like it's just kind of my DIY DIY way of being able to give myself vocal effects when
0: I want it. And you use both of the the same boss. Uh, What is that one? Yeah, they're the the one. um,
2: Yeah, VE 20. And I am giving a shout out to Roland. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, so then I can just have like a main mic that's like basically like just chorus, yeah. a little bit of chorus, and then I can have compression this, noise gate. Yeah, the... the second mic, yeah, right, and both pedals have noise gate on them. And um, but and it sucks then... with those
0: pedals because you 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 would think ideally Roland would make our boss would make the product where you could like sift through the because you can't change the, the the setting really quick.
3: Yeah, I mean. You and, could
0: kneel down. And yeah. that's
3: like, I actually used to just have them on the floor and then I'd have to kneel down every time I want to change yeah. them. But now I've got them up on a stand and now I just pull the stand over. With my <laughs> only light. once on tour <laughs> <her laughs> so, so far.
2: far. And that was because the <laughs> yeah. sound engineer yeah. did the whole, like, I mean, she was like, I need really long yeah. cords. And he was like, 25 feet's enough. Yeah. And that's the only night that she pulled everything yeah. down. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've been getting really long cords to cruise out
0: and like yeah. go to the bathroom. I and back yeah, the I love that. Like get the During hell the out of day. there. Yeah, it's yeah. Like,
3: go, yeah. Go, go pay out the meter. The yeah. Actually, that's really funny. We, when we were doing this like uh, Rubicon Records show, we were by the door, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna like gonna go outside because yeah. there was like a bunch of people outside, and I'm like, I'm gonna like go outside and you know sing to these people." Yeah. And then, just as I opened up the door and stepped out and was like, "Yeah," there was a cop. Like,
0: you can still do that, right?
3: I don't. Well,
2: Well, we didn't know if it was gonna get shut down uh, for noise complaints. Oh, because it wasn't like a yeah, Yeah, it was a record (laughs) store. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it was late late, and it was loud.
0: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) fucking pigs. (laughs) Um, That's rad. But like, just this, just the stage presence uh, of holding two mics just looks tough. It just gives uh, yeah. me. It
3: just gives me something to do.
0: It looks f- great. I'm gonna
3: tell you though, it's a fucking pain in the ass because I just get Shit. those things all. <laughs> I mean, think about a regular <laughs> cable and like.
0: What about cordless?
3: Then, then what? I would just look like yeah. this. Yeah. Like I looked like yeah. I was like milking a cow. Or something.
0: <laughs> uh, I did this. Um, I did this bloody B roots thing with those guys and they and they had at these festivals and they had these uh they had me sing and they had cordless mics and i was i was just over it and just kept chucking the mics into the crowd and le- <laughs> and leaving i was like fuck this totally like not professional
3: plus if you had like a i mean i look at it like there's like a dog on on a on a leash right if you didn't have the cable where would you go
0: yeah it seems, mm-hmm. you ne- I feel like I need that. You have to I have that limit. cable. Yeah, like, yeah, if I don't time. have a, I'll just feel weird. Yeah. Even if, even when I'm playing bass, like, yeah. I, could, I don't think
2: I could do, like, cordless. It yeah. just seems mm-hmm. strange to me. Yeah. But by the end of every show, especially, not if it's a tiny stage, but if it's medium stage or bigger, by the end of the show, I'll be playing, and then I will think that I see, like, a, Big rat coming across the stage, and I'll <laughs> yeah. look over and it's just her cords piled up, just <laughs> moving like across. That's they true. take on their own life. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we did have rats at the London show. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, in the venue, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but
0: not while you're playing. No.
2: Yeah, they'd cruise, they'd leave. I actually never
0: saw them. Ross saw them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. And then, so I don't know, I wanted to ask you about like what kind of, you have like a crazy setup. I mean, I, I never get to like, I always I want to bother people you know but i know not to um when you're on stage like what are you running dude you know like during the show that <laughs> <laughs> i just
3: walk up there with like a little clipboard yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. um well, you got a lot going on there's this one i got even more going on cool um and that's you know the reason i like to tour and i like it to be long tours this is 51 dates and if i don't have a lot going on i'm going to be bored yeah and i need to be able to tweak it so that if it's like a energetic crowd i can add more like stuff to it and if it's you know like a tuesday in
3: salt lake city yeah then you <laughs> can just again. like <laughs> yeah you can yeah.
2: just kind of pull it back yeah. and not make you look like you're doing way more than you should be yeah. doing um but yeah no i i'm
3: way too excited for like four people
2: yeah but yeah in the last for years I, I had a sampler and a couple since um, and I kind of realized that the way I played the sampler is just kind of like maybe the way Luke plays the MPCs. Mm-hmm. you know you're just kind of pushing buttons and I was like what if they were bigger mm-hmm. and I just thought I'll just play so I can, I can play melodies. Like, mm. so I've third, the, the Roland SPD, SX, mm-hmm. another shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> are you guys sponsored by Roland? Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then two pads and they've got the rim and the, so mm-hmm. I've got 13 pads. So like when I finally, when we started rehearsals, I was like, Oh shit. Like I've really gotten myself into a pickle here because for every song, I have 13 different pa- pads. So mm-hmm. remember the game Memory, where you had like, lift a mm-hmm. tile? Yeah. So I ended up having to learn, like, 240 locations yeah. of everything. Oh, yeah. So talk about not getting bored on the road. Like, the first two weeks in Europe, I was like, well, I don't you're think like, I rehearsed I, enough. I, you're <laughs> like, I think this, I, is, this is the right it, oh, one. Oh, the wrong one. <laughs>
1: so, so you're playing melodies with yeah. sticks?
2: Like, da 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 da-da-da-da. Wow. I mean, essentially the same thing as you... Yeah with yeah, the thing just yeah. a finger and I just converted it. So like, you know, Ross play we're talking about Ross from Black Plague a lot yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Um I uh, love him. We Let's love just him. give him a shout yes. out. Yes. yes. And Lauren, God. yes. Um he's the best. and so, you know, he's a drummer. So like they they were he was teasing me like cuz he just kept calling me a pad hitter. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's exactly what I am. <laughs> I am not a drummer. I'm standing up and I'm hitting pads. <laughs> and um but so then but because you know we've had a been writing songs together for 25 years we've got stuff that i need keyboards like for you know polyphony and stuff um or the keyboard i've figured out a way to convert it to a sampler Mm -hmm. um through automation which i was really proud of this thing it took me forever to figure it out but anyways um and then i have another like unit that it's good for modulation um and then i've got some pedals to that's where i can really put in like if it's like a a rowdy crowd i can just like especially on our last song i just get this like echo going like really fast or really slow so that's what i do so i mean a lot of a lot of
0: i guess a lot a lot of electronic artists will will their 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 sound will be this one level always yeah you, you can you can give it to them or, or not give it to them. Yeah. Depending on what um, the vibe is. That's exactly. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Would you guys ever play with? Have you ever, has it always just been you two? Or have you ever considered?
2: No, in 2005, we wrote an EP called Doom. And uh, I decided, we decided to do all bass and guitar. And then we were like, uh, how are we going to tour on this? So we brought in a friend played the guitar parts, and then it all jived really well, and so then we wrote two-thirds of the next album together called Give Me Trouble, mm-hmm. and that was a guitar bass album. Mm-hmm. So not everyone was like, what? So we always are very grateful but to our fans that they took so many <laughs> different directions. But with. still synthetic drums, mm-hmm. right? It was not yeah. like a yeah. full band, I guess, no, no, we've never done a full band. Yeah. Yeah. And then I toured for years with a bass guitar as part of, and if you are our second and Third album, it's a <coughs> ton of bass guitar. So I think the first time I, I saw you, with. you had was there was
0: there four people or is three? Three, three. But there was a stringed instrument in the band. The first time I saw you play, two. I, it would have been two: a bass and a guitar. You, you though? Yeah, you were playing. You m- were playing bass. Were yeah. Playing bass. Yeah, bass yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I meant there was three people with stringed instruments. Yeah, in the band. So that's cool, but that's kind of weird too because you guys have your obvious
2: thing Because <laughs> you're married, you know, like you know what I'm saying. Like, what yeah, well, I mean, he ended up quitting the band, he was like, "Yes, it's definitely democratic, uh-huh. and you two always vote the same." Yeah. Oh, so I'm never going to win any arguments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're we're still really good friends yeah. to this day. Yeah. yeah. He also hated touring. He
3: didn't like. I mean, you know, touring's really
2: some people challenging. Yeah. For yeah. It, people think people like, oh, like it's
3: it. you know, it must be so great, which. It is at moments. Yeah. You get to it, see a lot of venues. <laughs> yeah, you get, to, you get to be in a lot of indoors. <laughs> yeah. Black yeah. zones. Yeah.
0: yeah. Sorry, that's not... We're in San Diego. Hey, I mean, what do you want to be out in the sun? I, saw some, the I
3: saw some sun ar- coming here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, okay, well, I would like to talk to you guys about, like, where do you, where you think all the, I guess, the... Um, where it all came from you know it's such a strange question not musically but just like the vibe or the aesthetic or something i mean do you think it has something to do with where you live or where do you where do you think all this comes from i guess that's a really weird question i probably Mm -hmm. phrased it pretty shitty i think so
3: i mean i think that obviously your environment plays a certain role in what you do you -hmm. know because there's a certain energy there and i do think you know detroit is a really special city for music making. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has such a crazy diverse yeah. history. Um, I think also because we're not trained musicians, we actually went to art school. Um, I think there's, we just ap- approach things probably from an a artistic perspective. Yeah, yeah. A, a different wow. way. I never, like growing up, I never wanted. To be in a band, I just sort of fell into Mm -hmm. it because I wanted to go to Germany for free. (laughs) Oh wow! (laughs) Um, And I think because of that, not why
0: Germany if you don't like. Well,
3: Adam got Adam got invited um, in ninety seven to tour like to do four shows in Germany for his solo project and like the phone call came in there a, and a, I was a label like
2: studio K7 was doing a compilation they were like we'd like uh, two songs from you but then you have to agree to tour for four dates in Germany for the compilation which yeah.
3: four shows is really not a tour
2: I know anyway. I know um and so we were she was sitting next to me we maybe been dating yeah like I
3: don't know a year I don't
2: know. Uh. I even know what was that and one. I just said hey can <laughs> you play any instruments do you have any wow. musical interest in performing or anything and she's like what and i'm like i'm getting asked to go to germany but i think i'm going to tell them that i want two tickets because i perform my solo stuff with two people oh yeah which is totally just made up yeah and she was like okay yeah she's like i took piano growing up and whoa i was like okay and then i said okay i'm in but i'll need two tickets yeah and they're like fine yeah, actually,
3: uh-huh. when I was like... And so
2: then, you know, you, it wasn't just those four songs. We had to like make yeah, a we had to make set. A, We had to make a set. And suddenly we had a 12 wow. band. So and that then, was the start of the band. Yeah. Wow, so that cool. was the band. Just,
3: so I also think that's like a huge... So that um, was our
2: business model. If you're looking to be a band for 25 <laughs> yeah. years, yeah. start off with no plan and, and keep act.
0: doing yes. it. <laughs> but that's like the best thing. Because you know people are like, oh, that's great. Let's do exactly that. And you're like, mm. that's just bullshit. You got to stumble upon it. <laughs> that's so cool. What were you going to say? Some...
3: No, I was going to say, I think that's also like some of like just us as a band. it's been a really long learning curve. Like I actually don't <clears throat> really, like I feel like we're actually some, I mean, I mean, we just didn't start out real natural, mm-hmm. like, what we were doing. And I feel like I'm really proud of what we do now.
0: Yeah. But don't but... you think all the best things started out like that? <laughs> I really, I, th- I do. I think all at least all the, like, cool, yeah. original, like, soulful things, you're just like, I don't know how this happened. Yeah. And that's the best. I, I really do think that. Yeah. But also the fact that you're, like, you're still learning that's cool too, because a lot of people are like, I got this, and then yeah. they just farted out for the rest
2: of their career. And right. That yeah. Sucks. Like when I moved to the pads, I at one point I was like, Nicola, I think I screwed everything up. I don't know how to go backwards, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know how to go forward. I'm not good at it. I look at me like like a video of me. I'm like I have I'm like I look stupid. Like, no way! I saw that and I was like,
0: oh shit, that looks great. Yeah. First. Th- <laughs> but it took a
2: log. Yeah. You just gotta add more her- fog yeah
3: fog <laughs> always makes everything better but uh,
2: to go even further back on your question about like where did it all come from Yeah, you know Nicola grew up in a really small town in Michigan I grew up in a really small town in Indiana I'm older than Nicola um, so I'm, I'm growing up in 85 mm-hmm. when I you know that year that you change from mm-hmm. a, a dumb kid take, I always say there's a year in your, your yearbook where one year you're wearing something really stupid, and then the next year you're totally punk, but yeah. you actually look really stupid because yeah. you don't know <laughs> how to do it. Yeah. 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 So you still look stupid. But if
0: enough time passes, those um, those early punk things look really fucking cool.
2: Now, you're yeah. like,
0: dude, you were 12 like that? Yeah. You know? right.
2: <laughs> but, but so for me, I started my first hardcore band in 85. And, you know, had four friends that I forced to, you know, go work with me. One still is in music and runs a label. The others have nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. And, um, but so we both, yeah, we, we b- both gravitated towards hardcore first, but at the same time, you know, we were still buying The Cure and buying Depeche PIL and-, and Depeche Mode yeah. and Skinny Puppy. And yeah. Any- anything that had a weird cover, the, you know. Man, the- that's a crazy like point to bring up
0: because I feel like when I was growing up hardcore and, and then I guess what would you say like original alternative music I guess would, would it be like you know The Cure and, and, and Skinny Puppy and stuff it just seemed it seemed the same to me like not the same like it all sounds the same I mean it seems like oh yeah I should like
2: all of that shit right.
0: like it makes sense
2: to, to like
0: you know like septic death and the cure,
2: you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I absolutely. Guess, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would have a rudimentary penai button and a Depeche Mode button on my jacket and get yeah. made fun of by Everybody. Other, other friend punks. And you're like, yeah. we're not supposed to make fun of each other. Yeah. We're, th- we're all the outsiders. That's
0: crazy because I feel we're lucky, I think, in San Diego because it is very eclectic. And I think because we're not Los Angeles or, or some, like, you know, Ripping city that has like everything set up for them. So, like, when we were growing up, we would just be like, Well, yeah, you're in a funk band and you're in a, you know, you're in a fucking, I don't know, whatever. Like, you know, you're a straight edge band. Like, let's do this together or whatever. Yeah. You know, or like, you want to s- sell spaghetti? We'll do that too. You know, and it just didn't matter. Like, you just did whatever and everybody was cool. Yeah.
3: I think and that's
2: and important. And if you go back to both of our first cassettes, the, did a friend make your cassette? <clears throat> My first cassette that. Changed my life. Uh-huh. A friend of mine moved up from. He's still my friend, but he he had just moved up from Atlanta to Schittsville, Indiana. Uh-huh. Like nothing, no store, you know, no. Yeah. And it was Black Flag gimme 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 and that's why on our album gimme trouble it's spelled ie instead of the Mm. iggy pop way like our detroit people were like you spelled it wrong and we're like no it's (laughs) based off of this record wow Uh um and then the b-side was depeche mode's a broken frame yeah and i still think that's exactly the yeah and i had
3: i can't i couldn't tell you what dead kennedy's record but it was like dead kennedy's on one side pil on the other side oh yeah it was like so
2: it's kind of yeah, like two of the best sums this yeah. up <clears throat> like what we're Not tra- that we sound like those no, bands No, but, but that combination I feel like
3: we have like a certain ethical code
2: But like maybe you
0: sh- it's great that you don't sign those bands but you have these reference points and I yeah. think that's important Man um, I always reference this, this quote and uh, I'll, I, 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 I'll go ahead and say it um, My friend Gabe Serbian passed away but um, he, people always ask him like how do you do this how do you do this how do you play like what like what like how do you do this hardcore you know like what hardcore bands do you listen to and he's like i don't listen to hardcore just play it and i was like oh that's a fucking jam right there like you it just seems so um he just or every i think a lot of us you know and you guys included like we have the ability to to take in um and not necessarily let them be influential to the Point to where we're cre- recreating something, right? But we you're, need those.
3: You're copying. We need some, those things to, sound to emulate yeah,
0: something yeah. Yeah. because there is like the the DNA of whatever you guys are creating has black flag in it. But but to but it most people, they right. would never know. it doesn't know, sound you know? anything yeah. like
3: that. I think that sometimes um, where I do kind of get a little frustrated with like how we get categorized because it's like I don't. I mean, yes, we are an electronic band, um, and we do have a lot of like melodies, and, I mean, we have, like, I don't even know we're how many all, fucking songs, like, a like yeah. a f- 150 songs. So, yes, yeah, some of them are, like, pretty, and then some of them are, like, in my opinion, punk songs. Yeah. But, like, people never, like, look at us as a... They'll be like, oh, you're a synth-pop band. I'm like, no, we're not a synth-pop yeah. band. I mean, if you want to s- say we're a synth-punk band, Yeah, that makes better sense to me, yeah. but it's just, like, I think people's misconception of like we, who we are we sometimes bro- frustrates
2: me and we've been very careful of the covers we do to kind of try to do that little mm-hmm. bit of a reference point for yeah. people so like for years we were doing tuxedo moon no tears and like on this tour we're doing screamers oh and cool which like screamer song 122 oh, hours I love that song
0: and Which makes sense because I could see, a, you can see the lineage from that to you yeah. guys.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's not only noting your history, it's also hopefully allowing people in the audience that don't understand where the reference points are.
0: Yeah. Which is also pretty cool, too, because that would be like, um, I mean, maybe when, I don't know, you know, people were first discovering the D- Dead Kennedys, they didn't know where their mm-hmm. reference points were. They were just like, what is this thing? You know, so yeah. people are seeing you and you, yeah. Um because the Dead Kennedys had like some shit going on. They were the best, like talent wise. They're just like they were players. Were like minor, no offense to like Minor Threat or whatever, but like mm-hmm. they weren't really like that technical. But I mean, it does seem like there was a weird blur or or like something between the the Sex Pistols to the P.I.L. world because P.I.L. carried on like the Sex Pistols like punk rock stuff, mm-hmm. and I use that in, in like air quotes. But but it became the real punk band because they were like. Changing shit and because if you look back, the Sex Pistols were a pop band, right? You know, right. but P.I.L. was fucking weird and doing strange ass shit, and totally they were
3: weird and like kind of funky in a strange way, yeah, too, right? Like, but
0: but even the fact that they were kind of funky, yeah. I mean, you had like in Jaw Wobble, was uh, you know obviously on that tip or whatever, but like they all of their like they were like into like reggae and shit, right. you know, and like I don't know that. So it it is kind of interesting to see where things translate and how they come out of other people
2: where you can't find the the roots of it you know Um. in any art that i like it has to have an individual voice that's Mm. what i always boil it down to i want to know that it's that person doesn't mean it can't change Mm -hmm. but you know it is weird because we we're friends with that band black
0: dice are you guys familiar with them Mm -hmm. and they started out like as a brutal hardcore band and now they're all electronic oh crazy and and people Trip out on that, and it is like if you look at the, their their first record, and their last record, the recent record, it, it's two different bands, to most people. But I think like to me, it, I think that like the shift in in the in the in their in their duration of them as being a band so far is like really rooted in punk ethics, yeah. And the fact that they were able to adapt and change with the world and with themselves and be like, we're gonna do this other thing, and yeah. this it's fucking cool. Yeah. And be honest, yeah, that's really important. Yeah, there's not a lot of that. Uh, well, there's a lot of non- honesty stuff happening, I suppose
3: well, also, I mean <clears throat> I think as an artist, it's like to just constantly repeat yourself is just kind of boring yeah you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean and in, like, I guess if you want if you want to be, be super successful, that's what people want, but that's not like my measure of success yeah. right It's like keeping like growing, challenging yeah. yourself like. Seeing mm. where you can push yourself. You know, sometimes mm. it's good to be a little uncomfortable.
2: Yeah.
1: Sometimes not with the fans. <laughs> they take it really. Not. It. N- yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, but we've been. Yeah, we've, I that's think, why we are so lucky. To well. 25 uh, years and it I think feels we, like 90% of everyone's gone with us on that it, journey. I think yeah. uh, we pissed
3: a lot of people off when we were just like, look, we are not fucking electro clash so if you're on the electro clash bandwagon have fun with that because this is where we're going and i so i think we did actually lose a lot of people but you know we kept a certain like the people that stayed with us they under they understood the change Mm -hmm. and then i think we you know because of also just being like so like no this is like what we're doing I think then you know new fans come along and they understand that.
0: that that's a really interesting point because like when Electro Clash became a thing, I feel like if I'm wrong, correct me please. But you were already on this trajectory of where you where you were headed. Like you were already focused, and then this popular thing happened. and yeah. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, cool, we're gonna go over there, and you were just like, no, we're fucking on this route right now. Like are yeah. staying. We this- took a whole year off.
2: Of playing shows we were like because of ElectroClub yeah we like <laughs> we want this name to go away <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because we were just to yeah. us just a punk band using sense. yeah uh, and, it was like and yeah. that
3: whole scene was just like about, so about vapid fas- fashion, and fashion and drugs fashion and and conscious mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and like we were just like no we're irony. like you
2: know I like that I said it like that we're like talking <laughs> <laughs> about you guys That's don't know so how true. much I hate irony <laughs> 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 and irony.
3: Yeah, I hate, I actually tried to iron this shirt before you came and picked us up, and you
2: guys are still
3: so looks like shit.
2: It's so funny, like
3: I hate ironing.
0: So to everybody yeah. listening, you guys screen printed all your merch, and you were Not like dying. Right. Yeah, some no, we, of it. Yeah, yeah. She
2: does special yeah. handmade runs. She made her own earrings that'll be available. Whoa! Which I learned, she she learned, that learned that how, I how to epoxy and do yeah. everything. That's pretty rad. Weird yeah. merch is cool. I just cool.
3: like to hang out at Joanne Fabrics
1: and <laughs> yeah, Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Definitely. You're not. all gonna get a
3: fifty percent refund from Joanne Fabrics if <laughs> oh, you enter in the code Adult sews.
0: You should wrap <laughs> your van with like a like Joanne Fabrics uh, logo and like. Uh, but don't ever go to Hobby Lobby. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck God, last time I was there, it was so funny. We stole so much shit. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, it was like I was a lot younger. Do you guys know Scott Byben? He's pretty famous uh, criminal. I was with Scott Byben. He stole all this shit to make a kite. I don't know why he wanted to fuck a fucking kite. I don't even know what I was doing with him. We were probably somewhere like by Detroit. Um, and uh, he he Hobby Lobby. He stole all this stuff to make a, a, um, a, a kite. And I went out to the car and I was waiting. I was like, God damn it, man. He got caught shoplifting, huh? And like, I don't, it felt like forever, maybe a half an hour later, or maybe an hour, I don't know. He came out and somehow he talked, because they're fucking stupid. He talked him yeah. in to giving him the shit and giving him money. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> dude. I was like, leave it to that guy, Scott Byman. he He's a prankster. Like he does all kinds of shit, but he, yeah. He maybe fun. he
3: just quoted a couple Bible, Bible. verses or something. He probably could get away released with that. Him. Yeah, yeah,
0: he did it. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere before the Hobby Lobby thing with Sorry. No. (laughs) Take your time. You can just edit Um, out the silence. No, it would be good though because no one would mess with your van if it was was like Joanne Fabrics.
3: Yeah, we always joke we're like, I mean, obviously we're constantly paranoid um, with getting our our van broken into and there's been some really terrible um, stories recently of people who Mm -hmm. have gotten all their gear stolen and I just don't ever want to be in that situation. But sometimes we laugh when we see like other vans like at gas stations or, Mm -hmm. you know, on the expressway. We're like, dudes, don't put fucking stickers all over your van and look like a fucking band. Born Against
0: did it. They had like all this Christian shit all over it. Like total, like God bless America and guns and whatever. And no one ever messed with them. Our
3: van just looks like a park ranger van.
0: Yeah. But, well, our van that we have has a, the best is the license plate frame Uh, it used to be um, the Span Retox's van so Mike Crane uh, it said uh, Mike Crane's mobile dog grooming and no one's gonna fuck with that (laughs) like what are you gonna break into that and get a bunch of dog shampoo you know Because we've been robbed. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, we thought yeah. about
2: putting biohazard on the side. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good but then, too. Like, you, then you're going to Canada. That's not. I know. Go yeah. The dog <laughs> grooming thing probably
0: works. And sometimes I'd be cruising around, like not on tour, and people are looking at me like, "What the fuck? This shitty looking van with a dog groomer thing?" Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> Actually,
3: you know what would be the best is like pest control. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever you see those vans, you're like, are. "Oh, you
0: touch that." Oh. Yeah. Or, like
3: manure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, we were. It would be cool. Um. And, but someone just stole our catalytic converter. You oh, know, and that's shit. just like uh, man, that shit's wild. But good luck. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Could have been worse. All right, well, knock on. This is for Micah. But <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this real wood? Yeah. Um, oh here. Well. Okay,
1: what about so you this? Guys, what? I wanted to jump to yeah. the story with you guys getting stuck at the airport.
2: Oh. Uh, So we are on a 51 date tour. We had 23 dates in Europe. It started March 5th-ish. (laughs) I can't remember the start date. Uh Um, And it was really wild. We were, like, many of the clubs, we were, like, the second, third act since they had been open. Like, we skidded in, like we were we didn't even know the tour was was going to happen until mm-hmm. 9 days before because we were waiting to see if Germany was going to lift their covid oh, restrictions yeah. so it was booked
0: like in the middle point before um what was the one variant that just happened right. D- delta well this oh, was, no
2: it was booked i mean this two is like the third oh, this is yeah. the third
3: booking yeah. of this tour
2: and so we asked our agent like you know should we move the tour to the fall and he's like guys like everything from february before is the fall now yeah Yeah. there's no room it's going to be 2023 spring if we move the tour and you know and not pressuring us and totally awesome guy and everything but he's just like this is our only option or it's a year so we were on board but like you know you're rehearsing but you're kind of not rehearsing because you're like like, is it gonna happen?" happen so we didn't know nine days before so anyways it was that close on every country it was like you know, people c- coming in being like, "All the COVID restrictions are lifted," mm-hmm. and you're like, "Okay." And um, and so everything went fine, and then apparently we think we got it in Switzerland, which was like the fifth last show because we woke up with this weird yeah. Tickle. We were just mm. like
3: the 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 whole hotel smelled like hot plastic.
2: Whoa! Mm. And they had just renovated yeah. it. Uh, so it I mean, I, so we just thought it was we off like, It must be
3: like the room. Yeah. it was nasty
2: and um, <laughs> and then
3: uh, by the time we got to Paris um, it was our second to the last show and like literally like an hour before that show started we got th- the note that it's like your Nijmegen show is cancelled because staff has... everybody has COVID and we were like oh that's a bummer but then, it but was just then we weird, were like, like whoo fucking tired uh, yeah.
2: Like, mm-hmm. yeah and then we didn't know that we were had COVID and so that you know we were extra tired but tour at, at yeah. the end of a oh, five hell yeah. week yeah. tour you're yeah. just tired yeah. yeah it doesn't matter yeah, right? yeah. i, I kind of think if you know people want like if i was to talk to a doctor about covid symptoms i'd be like it's the same as tour Tor- you, <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> cough yeah. Yeah. you're tired <laughs> yeah. you yeah. ache yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um and so anyways we went to the airport to get you know, to fly home still you from europe they test not you from there. canada yeah. but from europe you have to get a test and we failed Wow. And then we were stuck at the airport for five more days mm. and yeah. just had to just pay all the money. Yeah. Like we got a dumb airport hotel because it was cheap and it had a kitchenette. Oh, and yeah. So we and, saved and they're just our, like, because we couldn't go out to eat now because yeah. we had COVID. Wow. So, um, but it, yeah, it was nuts. It it, was there nuts. was some really nice. In 1998, we played Munich and we hadn't played since. And when we got there, the promoter was like, hey, so Upstart owns this um, this venue. You played for him at a different venue 20-some <laughs> years ago. Whoa. And he's going to try to come tonight, but he just wanted to welcome you. And uh-huh. he's so excited that yeah. you're still working so long. And we're like, oh, it's really nice. Yeah. We're in this airport hotel. and We get a note from the promoter that's like, Upstart wants you to put an extra 300 euros into the invoice just to help you out on the road. you have no idea we were stuck yeah. at this hotel. So I... we were
3: like, oh my God, that's like a Christmas miracle. Mm. I have
2: never had Whoa. a tip. Have you ever <laughs> had yeah. a
1: tip? No. no.
2: It that's felt so nice. Rad. It wow. felt like you were part of a,
1: you yeah. Know, yeah. it really
0: felt cool. Everybody working together. Yeah. So... That was the punk stuff. That wasn't the electroclass shit. That was like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, that, that yeah. person was like, yep, yeah, this is how it is. It's yeah. like yeah. a code or
2: something. Yeah. yeah. So that that worked out fine. And then. We were supposed to be home, I think, nine days before North America mm-hmm. started, and then we ended up with like four days, and we were running around like crazy. We
3: were so crazy leaving our house in Detroit that I left this on the kitchen chair.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, this is my to... wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pass
3: like, past, oh, like, like, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we had that's to, how nuts it was. We
2: had to have our friends' bed exit to the next city. Wow, or the first city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway,
3: that. So it's been. Uh...
2: And we're we pride ourselves on not forgetting anything. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. like, but that probably came out in your in your performance. I'm sure this
0: the shows are just awesome. You know, you know, you're just like on fire every night. You're just like fuck, like a rabid <laughs> dog. Just I think yeah. I don't know
3: how do you feel? How do you feel like before you perform? Because you know you like you give a lot. You know, I get really, like, especially when you're on tour, like, I literally, like, before a show, I am like this. (laughs) And I'm, like, I'm, like, literally sitting, you know, backstage or in the van going, I can't possibly do this show. Like, every night you say that. Yeah, I have, like, zero energy. you say it every morning. And I say it every morning when I wake up. (laughs) I say I cannot, I cannot do this. I'm not going to. These bones are not going to get out of bed. But you know how it do is. do. you feel that way?
0: Um, I don't know if I feel that way. I feel like I don't have a choice. Um, I'm like, I'm here. I got to do this thing. <laughs> but I do I do kind of like try to assess the situation. But I. I it, and there is. Uh, it's funny because everybody's different. Like Luke's a lot different. But I always trip out with like. I played with um, Nick Zinner, who's in the IAS, mm-hmm. And that motherfucker gets so anxious and stressed out and shit. And I'm like, I don't know, don't you do this all the time? Like, to, you know, he's just like getting mad, like playing at the smell, you know, like Uh in Los Angeles, he's like, like, dude, it's fine. You know, like, I don't know. So I do try to, try to look at it in a, in a, in a, in a different light, you know, but there are times where, you know, where it's like, it's one thing if you're playing and you're, and you're the, like, not necessarily the headliner, but, like, you're, it's your show, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're – but if you're just, like, an opener for something and you're just, like, fuck, it's going to be, like – like, you have to kind of um, compete. And that's that's the part that I don't like when I'm, like, yeah. not compete, but you have to – like, a good example is um, this band, Deaf Club, just played um, this John Waters thing, and mm-hmm. it was and it was cool, um, but no one was – not as, I mean, there was a maybe, like – there was a lot of – there was, like, 500 people. There was probably, like, three people that were there to see us. It wasn't it, your fans. No, and it was right. – and everyone was seated in tables. I, yeah. oh. It was just like
3: fuck. I love that image of you up on somebody's mm-hmm. big round
1: table. Yeah, but that, table. so that's
0: the thing. Is like <laughs> I looked at it like, god damn it. Like this isn't gonna be. I don't want this. Is this sounds weird, but like it's not like it's fun. It's just it's like. We have to do this for ourselves. Right. It's not going to be like, this is going to be fucking rad. Like, we're going to play in a hardcore band and then it's going to be awesome. And Circle Pit. And like, it was, no, it was like, this is going to be a lot of work and yeah. we're probably going to bum a lot of people out, which is fun to me in some way. But like, yeah. it was like a, a work, a workout. Yeah. But with you guys, like, I feel like your show tonight, like you're just going to go fucking kill it. And now
2: everyone's psyched.
3: making me feel like it's going to be terrible. Get your shit right. together. So <laughs> out. I, mean,
2: I keep going because I... We really need to, especially now more than ever, keep weird culture alive. Oh, that's and, so cool to hear and that. And if you don't do that, it's going to go away. And, like, we played New Year's and in Minneapolis, and I was talking to a friend of mine who was doing a New Year's party in Detroit. And I'm like, why are you doing it? Are you, with you know, with COVID, are you nervous like yeah. this? And he <laughs> was like, we're going to follow the protocol. And mm-hmm. also, if I don't do this on New Year's, some idiot is going to do a party in the mm-hmm. same venue and just brainwash a bunch of stupid people and he was like if I do this I help culture and I help people and you know for me I mean it was like first you know first cassette I got it changed my life I was like oh these people speak the way I speak they think the way I think you know you're not converted you're like that's what I've been that's what's been missing it just you click suddenly it's a secret code I think or like an unspoken language or something where you relate to it and then when uh, when I read the book uh, Our Van Could Be Your Life I mean that was Mm -hmm. it I was like this is what I'm just gonna get in the van and just keep going I'll go to these tiny cities Mm -hmm. you know like it was super cool we played Oklahoma City it was dead and the promoter afterwards was like that was so great and I was like He's like, you saw the Sex Pistols movie? Like, you don't know who those yeah, people yeah, were. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah, like, that's yeah. so cool. And then there was this uh, other... What oh, was that, 24-Hour Party People? Yeah. Where they point that out? Yeah. yeah. And then there was this other guy there, and he, w- he had come down from Wichita... And I said something like, you know, and I was talking to this guy, I'm like, it really takes only one person mm-hmm. to change a city. I don't know if you know yeah. Magus, mm-hmm. Jim yeah, Magus. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, when he opened Weekend Records in the 2000s in Chicago, when it was still mm-hmm. Real Chicago. Wait, Jim owns that record store? He, he did. did. Yeah, it's not there anymore. Weekend. Didn't we work with him? Yeah, he worked. we worked on a film score with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, the Azi uh, Arjunto yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he was on our label. I produced some yeah. of his stuff. Oh, yeah, we're old friends. Um, and so like his record store literally started changing that city at that time i mean Mm -hmm. of course there were other stores but it it started this scene Mm -hmm. that we were all part of and i was telling the story and then it's really cool this guy from wichita went up now he's starting to promote parties in wichita cool you know and that's to me that's so i played for 15 people yeah so what now that's going there. That's going there. That's that's also to Martin. the Martin Atkins thing. You know? yeah. He always says
0: like, if you have two new fans at a show, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
2: And I I always check out like, why,
0: dude? You you were like, yeah. In everything, awesome. You you know, and I'm like two. That's the number. He's like, and he's just a humble, you know. And he knows, but he knows, like he knows. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I'm I'm glad that you guys are still doing it, and I think it's it is important. It's, I think it's important yeah. on levels yeah. that I wouldn't be able to articulate. Or levels that I can't even understand. Like those are that's so cool.
3: Well, what else do we all have to do, right? No shit. It's survival. <laughs>
0: it's,
2: yeah. It's survival, but not for us, you know? Right. Uh, it's like a larger thing. A larger I also thing. get a real kick that we we work in a... Even though it's still inside capitalism, in a way, uh-huh. we have uh-huh. a system that's just like how the two are routing with Black Flag. I mean, it was it was, it was, it was parallel to the mainstream, mm-hmm. but it was its own new world. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's... I don't mind I think I just hit the end of my word count. Well, I, think,
3: I think it's time.
0: Justin's gotta go do
3: the oh. yoga. No,
2: no, no. You, I no, got. We to We gotta, gotta do all kinds of stuff. We got it. Yeah, we got.
0: Um, okay.
3: You gotta get ready for your tour.
0: I'm gonna play a whole bunch of houses. I'm playing in a tunnel, like because we can't <laughs> book anything. We're just we're mainly going to play a festival. And I'm like, dude, we gotta fill up every day. Just put something there. I don't give a fuck what it is. We're playing like some pizza thing outside, like whatever. <laughs> Pizza Gate. You never know though. Like you know, like people are like I'm a, I'm not playing in a fucking tunnel. Like I've seen some
2: crazy Other, shit in tunnels. Yeah, you yeah. never know. You yeah. Never but know. what we do is we walk into to every venue with a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and then when yeah. you're surprised a bad attitude or low standards?
3: Low, both. Oh
2: uh, no, just low standards. Yeah. I, don't, I don't walk in with a bad attitude. Yeah, yeah.
0: bad attitude's like, fuck this. No. Yeah, 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 no, we no. Good, yeah. We
3: have a good attitude, we just have low standards. Low standards, yeah. Yeah i have a, also a question i want to ask the two of you that i've been thinking about a lot lately especially since you're going on tour and it's like how many sh- it's it's actually a tour but how do you feel about bands that are like i'm going on tour and then it's like just weekend weekend shows i'm <laughs> yeah. like
0: it's called a I'm, jaunt right I can think we like a jaunt. just going to agree, agree that yeah. like
3: if i mean what do you think like how many days are reasonable to say it's a tour and then how many days are like i'm playing some shows yeah you know yeah. the language of it
0: if it's if it's longer than a weekend right so i think like five maybe would make it
2: a, you could tour? go you could like kind of be like a little tours a mini tour. that's exactly mini tour yeah. yeah yeah i think it takes like but, 14 to be a tour
3: i think that's 10. I think ten uh, would
2: be a tour. I would say at least and we've two weeks. All of our listeners,
0: yeah. yeah. everybody's like, no way! Everyone's like, oh shit, this is not a her. tour.
1: We can't put that on the back of our t-shirt. People are updating their so. social media right now. <laughs> oh, it's not live. Like, add more dates. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play the pizza shop. And yeah, <laughs> fucking pizza shops. Hey,
3: at least you're probably getting dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah it's a
0: pizza I do want to play a show and try to eat, eat eat food while I'm playing I don't know how to do that I don't think I can I actually, actually being a singer you should try to
1: play <laughs> while eating a bowl of soup and see if you don't spill it but
0: I thought like if we were holding <laughs> pizza or like a burger like you could kind of fuck around and like still mm-hmm. kind of perform cause I would rather be if like if you came out and you were like holding a burger and you and you, and you you would like kind of eat and then do the song and right then, but holding a well, yes, you actually have two mics so a hold. chili
2: dog well, she could have sauces. She dips you know the what? two mics in. I, learned, I, le- I think
3: I could do it because I learned how to drive, uh, you know, a stick shift. So uh-huh. I was always really proud of myself. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I would always get like ice cream cones yeah. and I would be like <laughs> eating the ice cream cone uh-huh. and shifting. So yeah. I could I could probably eat and sing with two mics, yeah. maybe. Except food would be I mean, out. I spill everything I on myself anyway. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't be a problem.
1: Ah. <sighs> We just That's grilled good. this whole yeah. podcast. All right. <laughs> all
3: right. On that note. Can I, we get you guys
1: to introduce yourselves? Oh, yeah. No. We should do uh,
0: that for the beginning.
1: Well, we're going to keep it at the end. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: And after all this time, you have been listening to me, Nicola Cooperus,
2: And Adam Lee Miller. We are from the Detroit band Adult, and we've been around 25 fucking years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. You too. Fuck yeah. That, was
0: great. yeah. that was awesome. There you have it. Episode twenty-four of the Colton Culture Podcast. Uh, if you get a chance, check out Adult's recent album, *Becoming Undone*. It's awesome. It's uh, one of my favorite records. I think they really stepped it up. And it um, probably won't be on tour for a while. But if you get a chance to check them out live, please do. Check out the other episodes on 31G's SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, or whatever other shitty streaming service you use to get your podcast.
1: God, we're so negative. (laughs) (laughs) Namaste
3: (laughs) Colton Culture is proudly sponsored by
1: Earthquaker Devices, Fender, and Heartwork Coffee.
3: Planet Planet B. B. B!